I'm Danine Rasmus. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly Wrap, the podcast in which we take a look at all the top news from Farmers Weekly magazine that will be on shelf during the coming week. So this week we are taking a look at the 5 and 12 June double issue. As I did explain during the previous podcast recording, um, due to the ongoing lockdown and the restrictions that were in place under the level 4 lockdown, we are doing double issues for June. So that will be this issue, the 5 and 12 June issue, as well as our next issue, the 19 and 26 June issue. Um, this will probably extend until the first week of July. And then after that, we will revert to our usual weekly edition. But so to get back to this week's issue, I'm going to start talking about some of the news features that we are that we do have in this issue. First of all, the South Africa's maize harvest, which is now sort of slowly getting underway. However, there has been a temporary squeeze in terms of the supply side for maize, and this might be why some of you might have experienced shortages of maize, especially for animal feed at your local co-ops. However, according to the industry, it really will only be for a very short term. As, and as soon as the current harvest starts getting in, supply will definitely ease. And if current injections do pan out as, as the South African Grain Information Service and also our Crop Estimates Committees predict, then the 2020 maize harvest will actually be the second largest maize harvest recorded for South Africa in history. So at the moment, um, the, the maize harvest is expected to reach about 8.87 million tons tons of white maize and 6,4 million tons of yellow maize. The yellow maize, of course, going mostly into the animal feeds market. According to Luan van der Volt, um, he is an economist at Grain SA. Producers in the summer grain production areas have already started harvesting, especially in the eastern parts. And while sporadic harvesting was taking place in the western parts, large-scale harvesting was expected to start in the third week of June. And then on the oilseed side, in terms of soya bean and sunflower, harvesting was already underway across the country. And due to this, Van der Waal says that supplies of commodities such as oilseeds, which are also similar to maize, currently relatively low, will start increasing rapidly as harvesting progresses. Um, just in terms of the price outlook for, for summer grains, and that's the maize as well as the oilseeds, Current maize prices were in line with those achieved at the same time last year. However, looking forward into the season, due to the exchange rate of the rand against major international currencies, there might be some fluctuation in price as we go ahead. So with the strengthening of the rand expected from the very low base where it is currently, there might be some pressure on local prices. And this is also because indications currently are that maize plantings in the United States will be above average this season, which which could exert some price pressure in international markets. And then I'm going to move on to the second story that I want to discuss today. And that is about the game ranching industry in South Africa. So we've been writing a lot about the impact that the COVID-19 lockdown restrictions has had on the wine industry and on the tobacco industry. Um, however, not so much has been written so far about the devastating impacts these um, restrictions have had on our game industry. So as many of our listeners and many of our regular readers will understand, 
the game industry is very much reliant on the ability of, of people to move and to travel, not only locally, but also internationally. And that's because many game ranches do get a significant portion of their income out of tourism and out of hunting. Both of these activities, of course, have been completely banned during level five and level four of the lockdown, and it continues to be banned under level three. Most likely, it will only be under level one that more local travel will be allowed. So what the game industry at the moment is lobbying government for and that is via the, the industry association, the Wildlife Ranching South Africa, which has over 1,500 members. Um, so some of the critical activities um, which have so far been prohibited that needs to start opening is game capture and translocation, the hunting and culling of trophy and excess game on farms. And then also together with that, the slaughtering, processing and distribution of game meat. We did speak to some game farmers just to get a better idea of of how these restrictions and how basically the total shutdown of this industry has affected them. And if we can just start, we can just take a quick look at game prices. So Johan Fosser, the managing director of auctioneering company Flay Central Bosfeld region, said that in the few auctions they have been able to, to host during level four, prices for some game classes have reduced um, quite significantly. I'm just going to um, quote some of these figures. So for example, the average price paid for a kudu bull at the Groblers Dal game auction during May was about 8,750 rand. And that is down from 18,500 last year. So that's more than a 50% drop in the price then for, for the kudu bulls. And kudu cow prices down from 5,500 rand in 2019 to 4,200 rand this year. Really significant decreases in the price there. And as Forces says, um, the size of the Bulma auctions that they have been able to host under level four dictates how many people are permitted to be present. And the big problem that they have experienced is that although there is a good supply of game animals, interest by buyers has been generally poor because of the ban on hunting. And then just here to um, some of the game farmers that we spoke with, um, Grant Tracy, who's the owner of Tracy and Duplessis Game Capture in KwaZulu-Natal, said that his operation had to completely close down during the level five of lockdown and during level four. And as a result of this, um, while many of their clients say that they do need animals, with hunting and ecotourism still being prohibited, they are not in a position to take any on now. So looking into the future, hopefully the wildlife ranching South Africa will be able to lobby government so that some of the activities in the hunting and game industry can start getting underway before we get to, to level one. Some of the data cited by Wildlife Ranching South Africa indicated that domestic um, or so-called biltong hunting generated approximately 11.6 billion rand for the South African economy annually, while hunting by foreign visitors um, generates around 2.1 billion annually. So this really is billions and billions in terms of income that is being lost with the with the industry still very much 
under lockdown and also together with that thousands of job opportunities in jeopardy um, at the moment and the situation is only worsening the longer the ban on hunting remains in place. I'm going to move on from news just to quickly talk about some of the feature articles we've got in this week's issue. One of the features in this issue looks at a herb farming business in the northwest and that's Kasselhof Estate near Ludwigstadt where Trudy and Rina Kasselmann run their herbal business growing lavender and rosemary which they use to make cosmetic products as well as an assorted range of products from the rosemary and the lavender. Both the rosemary and the lavender get distilled on the farm and the oil um, produced during the distillation process is then used to make these products. The team distills essential oil from about 10,000 lavender and as well as 10,000 rosemary plants. The business was started in 2007 and not only has it already become a profitable business, It is also creating jobs and transferring skills to members of the local community. According to Castleman's, who run the business, these essential oils are said to have health benefits, with lavender oil being used to relieve stress, for example, while rosemary oil is used as an anti-inflammatory. And they've got big plans to grow the business in future, saying that they've been inspired by the success they've achieved so far. Trudy's advice to other people with new businesses is not to reinvent the wheel but rather to use existing expertise and she says don't be afraid to sometimes um, take a step in the dark but always remember to run a new business along stringent principles based on sound record keeping. Then I'm just quickly going to look at our two production features. In the livestock section, Mike Burgess, one of our contributors visited Jacques Steenkamp who's the breeder of the 2019 Agricultural Research Council Afrikaner National Performance Test Class Bull. Um, he visited Stienkam on his farm near Ruval to see why he believes that this indigenous breed is so well suited to extensive beef production in demanding areas. So according to Stienkamp's selection of the Riz Afrikaners, um, that's the name of the stud run by Stienkamp, is first and foremost based on functional efficiency, adaptability, and fertility. Um, in addition to this, Steenkam talks about the Afrikaner Cattle Breeders Society of South Africa's recent marketing initiative. And this is branding of Afrikaner meat under the Afri Beef brand. This was registered with government in 2016 and has enabled the marketing Afrikaner beef at a price premium for Afrikaner cattle producers. And then on to the crop section. Up until recently, um, the the production of sunflowers in rotation with maize in the summer cropping areas has been restricted to only a few regions. But thanks to new varieties coming on the market, there is now opportunity for more farmers across the summer region to start planting sunflower. In this article, we look specifically at the East Griqualand area, which has never seen large-scale sunflower production. However, according to Cornet van der Vestes, and he's the Panna Seed Marketing's agronomist for the Northwest, there has been some promising developments in this field over the last few years. And so he says that development in the breeding of new sunflower varieties mean that 
specifically here in the East Griqualand region, farmers can now grow this crop in rotation with maize. Um, he does give some feedback on field trials that have been run with sunflower, saying that analysis of initial commercial sunflower crops in this region have found that a density of about 40,000 to 45,000 plants per hectare seems to be optimal. And then he also goes into detail about what farmers in this region must look out for. For example, saying that the total number of leaves that the sunflower plant will have is already determined by the, the so-called V6 stage of its growth. And this also includes any embryonic leaves still to develop. Um, and this just means that farmers need to be really mindful of planting dates in these cooler regions for sunflower production. And then maybe just quickly some of the other features in this edition. We also speak to gun owners South Africa about um, some of the challenges that, that South Africans, and that, that includes legal gun owners and all people wishing to apply for firearms. So some of the red tape that they do face when they try to um, apply for new gun ownership licenses. And we've also got a guest editorial looking at why the global livestock industry in particular has been so hard hit by the COVID-19 pandemic. That is it for this week. And um, as always, let me just remind all of you of our online platforms that includes our website, farmersweekly.co.za. There we do post daily news updates on any breaking news stories. And we are still closely following and reporting on all new developments in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic that does have an effect on the food supply chain. Uh, we are also on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn at Farmers Weekly SA. And we will do another weekly podcast next week when I will go into some more detail about those features that are only quickly mentioned now. In the meantime, as winter really starts folding across South Africa, please stay warm and and stay safe as we go into this new level three of the lockdown and um, when more movement will be allowed. In the meantime, though, happy farming.